All right, before the body gets uh, too cold, uh, let's go across. Uh, David Otwani, S-Under 23 coach, is there, finished training. Uh, I don't know where the mindset is at, but David, thank you so much for your time. Good evening. Welcome to MSW. Good evening, uh, Robert. Thanks for the opportunity. How would you describe that encounter last night? Dramatic. Uh, I think we'd summarize uh, the game we had uh, yesterday. Uh, very difficult atmosphere, Cairo Stadium, but uh, we're well prepared for it uh, psychologically for the boys. If you see how we manage the game, control the game, and uh, try to steal moments in the game, and then comes the crazy 57, 58 minutes where the man of the match on the night uh, really turns the game on its, on its head, you know. So, um, yeah, that's how I see the game. Man of the match, obviously, undoubtedly being the referee. Yeah, at this point, I think we all know who man of the match is. And uh, it was a game in which at that stage, Robert, uh, we're planning now to bring our plan B of uh, the evening. You know, a guy like uh, Lyle Foster, we're planning to bring him in to give us that area of combat. You know, we went with pace initially and uh, looking now to really push Egypt to the goal and see if we could uh, kill it off in the, within 90 minutes, but it wasn't to be. It was early chances. kind of reminded me of the Bafana Bafana game over the weekend, uh, David, where there were chances that came through nice and early. First minute there, a, 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 you know, a free kick that was awarded to you just outside of the 18-yard box. Do you think more could have been done from the guys or, you know, they still were climatizing, getting adjusted to the game? No, no, no. Actually, you are right. If you look at how we started the game, you know, we broke down the game into uh, three blocks of the first half to say, you know what, this is a packed uh, Cairo Stadium. You can either start by sitting and allowing them to come and size up the game, but we went on the front foot. We won the toss, put the ball in the half, and uh, already uh, we forced uh, a third play situation. So the first 10, 15 minutes, we really wanted to be on top of them, push them, compete with them, and I think that gave us an opportunity to settle and manage the crowd in terms of the excitement. And uh, from then on, you know, the next set we consolidated and things got calmer and we grew in confidence, keeping the ball, looking to poke and open them up. We had a good moment with Cobamelo that I thought uh, an early run in could have, you know, allowed him to get a touch that would have given up a goal from a cross by Luda Singh. So, yeah, I think we had a very good 45 minutes. We managed things psychologically and dealt with the outside factors very well as well. All right. Because of time, l- let me let me get to the part that gives us a bit of hope, though, uh, Mr. Notwane, is the fact that as much as we were all disappointed yesterday, but it still does not mean that we are out of the reckoning for the Tokyo Summer Olympic Games, does it? Because it, it, it's a big one. Usually third, third and fourth place playoff, you know, they talk about the wooden spoon. Yeah, okay, it's like you know, kissing your sister type story. But here, you got to go out and beat Ghana. We have to do everything it takes to win the game. Uh, if you remember the last Olympic group as well that went to Rio under Coach Owen, uh, went through more or less the same process. And uh, even the generation of 2000, if I remember well, they had to come via the third place playoff. If my memory serves me well, it's a long time ago, of course. Sure. So we know what we have to do against uh, Ghana, uh, who are also a team that plays football, uh, a team that I believe that uh, if we apply ourselves maximally on the night and uh, really push them, play with a little bit more width and uh, use the aerial advantage of Lyle Foster inside the area, we should be able to come through and qualify for the Olympics and take the last spot.
And and obviously you just uh, wrapped up training right now, though, and and you you will have to take it seriously, David. I think the country deserves an under twenty three that is just as capable of competing at that level as all of us do. How are the boys taking both now defeat from last night and also trying to recite themselves up for a big assignment uh, against Ghana? Yeah, look, it was a tough knock uh, for all of us, more so for the players, uh, because coming into this tournament, we had two major targets. One was, of course, uh, to reach the semis and then come out of the group to the semis and uh, qualify for the final. And once to qualify for the final, you know, the big dream is, of course, to win AFCON and uh, book a ticket, naturally, to Tokyo. Now the one dream is gone, which was to win the AFCON tournament. Now we left to the dream of qualifying for Tokyo. So uh, we have to pull all stops. Uh, we sat down with the players, you know, reassure them, manage them psychologically. We looked at certain moments of the game in terms of how we apply themselves and got feedback and uh, pulled everyone together, really, to say that uh, let's re-energize and uh, come Friday. We have to put a very spirited uh, performance that uh, has to be complemented, you know, with our ability to finish our attack uh, with goals, because goals is what will win us the match and take us to Tokyo. All right, just very quickly, between you and I, you got to watch the replay again. Was that a penalty? Unless, Robert, uh, I need to buy a new set of glasses, nothing will convince me otherwise. It's not a penalty. It's outside the box, clearly. I would need, and I've tried with many microscopes that I could get here in Egypt to look at it closely. Nowhere near being a penalty. And, Robert... It's 57th minute. Let me take you down to 80th minute. Yeah. Makala uh, breaks in, gets tackled on the white line, and the referee doesn't see. Instead, he gives a, a, a free kick on the edge of the box. And who tackled him? Number five, where the yellow card earlier, and he doesn't caution him. So, you know, we don't want to take uh, 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 away the credit from the performance and the game that it was against Egypt's spirited team. But, you know, it's our football in Africa. Uh, if you think back how in Champions League, mm. we've experienced this kind of event with uh, Mamelodi Sundowns, uh, Kaiser Chiefs, especially Orlando Pirates, uh, on their way to the travel. So, um, yeah, I guess it's a game of north, this is south, as usual, you know. So, um, Robert, the key thing also is to remind you, we played three friendlies against Egypt, and we considered three penalties in those three friendlies. So, was that something new? No, by all means. So, but... Yeah. We have to now move on from that and uh, focus on qualifying for the Olympics and uh, 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 do it for the country more than anything else. I was, I was about to say, David, one thing I know about you as a soldier and as a person of clear mind and thought patterns uh, is that you're trying to raise that for now and reapply the guys through uh, to get a ticket to the Tokyo Summer Olympic Games. Nothing, and I mean nothing will ever bring joy and pride to you. I've had the pleasure of chatting, whether it was a Daniel Amokachis or the late Stephen Keshis, uh, whoever from the Nigerian Super Eagles team that managed to go and do wonders at the Olympic Games, that nothing beats that. It's a wonderful feeling. Um, it's a multi-sport code uh, gathering from across the world, and you want to be there. Hard luck for yesterday. Good luck. We'll keep tabs. We'll keep in touch. Thank you for chatting to us, David Notone. Thank you. Thanks, Rob. And uh, thanks for all the support from fellow coaches, South Africans. You know, keep us, you know, players. I know a lot of people are playing us, are supporting us. Uh, the boys need that. And we'll give us our, our best shot to make sure that this vision 2022 really is realized with this generation of players. 
SA Under-23 coach David Notone joining us live from Egypt post the training session over there. All right, an exciting time uh, with Metro FM Talk coming up. Ayabong Ngao is standing by. There's going to be a business wrap for the day. Umak Masilela is going to be there uh, talking about inflation. Yo, ESCOM, my goodness. Sibanya uh, and a whole lot more. Uh, there's also an exciting tech conversation feature uh, talking about a blockchain. Uh, yeah. The founder of Studex, that's Otumelo Ramaposa, uh, will be giving a bit of insight as far as that is concerned. And a man that's been very busy, I saw him on television over the weekend, if not the other day, uh, that is Uzulanim Kiva. Yeah, the request that Amakasa people should mourn uh, the late Kings Walonke for the next 12 months. What are the expectations there? Yeah, that really sounds like something that you all want to uh, listen very closely to. So thank you so much, Metro Van. I have a great show indeed. Cricket will continue on Radio 2000. Meet again tomorrow.